0: Is it, is it not freaking out? No, it doesn't that,
1: seem like it is. It doesn't seem like it's freaking out just yet. <laughs> we, Scott and I always, it always freezes for us right in the beginning of the I was podcast. Like just as we're a bit getting now. into I was it. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I was like hedging a bit. Oh, yeah. wicked. It's all good. Um, yeah, but like the content thing, man, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, really. I've been trying to figure out. I've had a funny week, dude. Mm. I, like, I had a freaking <laughs> funny week. I felt like this week, what is it? I guess my the headline of the headline of the week for me has been like, why does everything have to be so hard? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's hard. why? Why is it hard? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. oh, it's uh, isn't it interesting? It's sort of like sometimes, yeah. Like, I think it's, and I, I'm not even sure that this week has been particularly hard. I don't mm. think it has. I think mm. that it's just been a regular week. But for it feels like it. It feels like. I've got these I've got some stuff that I want to do and I'm really do you know what it is? I think it's of I'm, I'm, I'm at zero patience mm. and and the world is telling me I need to be patient and I'm just like, fuck you, world.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> I, don't I know to be patient. Like, I want it now. I don't want it in a year. I want it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It kills me. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Anyway. Dude, when should you quit your day job? This is your idea. <laughs> this this is this is your idea. You, do you get, like, a lot of questions about this? You do, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I did that Q&A podcast a few episodes back to, you know, where I just asked a bunch of questions. And I I literally got hundreds of questions. That's and amazing. I couldn't answer them all um, in the podcast. And so there were a few that sort of stuck out to me, too, that, like, you know— that might need more exposition versus, you know, just trying to answer them in a quick, you know, three to five minute section in a podcast. And this is one that sometimes I get from people that really are wanting to make the jump to playing gigs playing sessions. They want to become a full-time musician. Maybe they're in a different industry, or maybe they maybe they have always been in a band and playing stuff kind of on the weekends, but they've always had a day job, but they feel kind of like the day job is the golden handcuffs, right? Like it gives yeah. you money, it gives you security, but it's a bit of a, it's a trap. So how when, uh, what's that time where you should just double down and focus on music and substitute music for any word you like, focus on your passion, focus on your side hustle, focus on, right? Was there a time for you? I'm so curious to know this because to me, it feels like Scott Devine has always just been cool musician guy. Was there ever a time where you decided, okay, I'm doing this thing and it's it's going nowhere and I need to pivot and really double down on what I am so passionate about, which might be base, might be education. Uh, and and I'd, lo- I'd love to know about that process for you. Or was it more of kind of an organic flow
0: into what you do now? Oh, dude, I was not a strategic thinker when I was a kid. I was just a mess. <laughs> yeah. I was a mess. I was like soup. <laughs> I was just, I mean, just, just trying to just imagine trying to hold soup in your hands. That was, I was just like, what, the, what is going on? It's not easy. Yeah, there was definitely not that many. Just like I was all all heart, all gut. Yeah. So quick trajectory of like how how I came to be a musician. Mm-hmm. I, I I I started playing. I was actually always into music from like when I was 13, I was always into music. So I started playing guitar, um, really dug it. And, and it was kind of sort of like the only thing I was actually good at, like really, yeah. truly, yeah. I was actually not that great. At everything really struggled at school, dropped out of school early and then started to, I, I randomly and, and super luckily got an apprenticeship L- uh, making bases as an apprentice yeah, luthier. Overwater. Get, get, yeah, overwater, getting paid, I think, £26 a week. Whoa! £26. Pa- so like f- like $35 or $40 a week or something. Wow. Yes. Old school, dude. Uh, child through, labor. Yeah, through some <laughs> kind of sort of like youth apprentice scheme, you know, that yeah. the government. <laughs> yeah. I can remember <laughs> just thinking like, I cannot even, uh, like PB&J isn't even going to get me through this. <laughs> But, um, ah, yes. Way to bring the PB and J back, man! I love it. <laughs> always, <laughs> yes, always. Yes. So I ended up doing that thing, and then through that, I was so like I was doing my apprenticeship, and through that, I learned about the like that people could be a professional musician. I right. didn't know it existed before that time. I was like, my if 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 you'd asked myself when I was like I don't know like fifteen or something, what are you going to be? I would have just said I ain't got a clue. I've yeah. got no idea, so I was just playing guitar in bands and stuff. Left, like, dropped out of school because I was doing terribly, terribly. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. my word, my life could have gone so in like. I, I I've never really spoken about it, but my life really, really could have gone in a really bad direction. Ooh, With, yeah. Without sort of like getting into the weeds, it it was it. You know, I could have very easily ended up in prison. Like, right. or, 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 or that dead, it, sure. you know, and it's, it's a conversation Hanging out with the wrong time. crew. Oh, with the wrong crew. Yeah. Do, like, like level 10. Like, well, actually level 10 being sort of like, oh, well, you've made the wrong, you've made the decision and you are, <laughs> and you are doing bad stuff with the wrong crew. I was like a level seven or eight as in sort of like, I was actually thinking, oh, maybe this is. I'm not sure what I'm doing in my life. Maybe I should just go and like do this thing with these guys. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it would, it was, <laughs> maybe a, I it should was go bad.
1: do crime with these
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was really bad. I was like totally lost in life. And, um, and I'd had some sort of like weird stuff happen to me early on in my like sort of like early teens and stuff that kind of like, like sent me off in this weird direction. Mm. Anyway, kind of like ended up getting this, an, this apprenticeship. And the guy that was running it was like, he was like, Hey man, have you, even thought about being a pro musician or something like you, you're really good. I was like, a pro what? He was yeah. like, you know, like like playing for a living. I was like, what are you even talking about? Like, yeah, you mean in a famous band? And he was like, No, not in a famous <laughs> band, like just as a professional musician, you know, like job in doing sessions, and maybe you can work in theaters, and maybe you can. I was like, I didn't even know that world existed. So right. that was kind of like opened up to me through working mm. at that place. And then I sucked at being a luthier, partly because I was still not in a great place, sort of like personally, but then also that I just... You know, I'm not that great with my hands. I'm just actually you know do you know like some people can like you give them a bit of wooden knife and like you know, an hour later they'll hand you like a perfectly carved chess piece. I'm not that guy, right?
1: Oh and so, dude sanding yeah. a base. I remember you saying something about sanding a base all day. Oh, it, all, it never ends. I mean I was just it's out at Spectre out. and seeing those guys sanding all frickin' day. It's, dude, it's, it's a, you, you gotta love it. And if you don't love it, <laughs> get out. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So it
0: was brutal. So, and then through that, so I was kind of like coming to this weird end, I guess, sort of like at my time at overwater and it was, I knew it was coming to an end and like, and, and at at some point I'd sort of like got a job offer. Well, not a job offer, but I got a job interview at my dad's factory that he was working at. Yes. And he was on the factory line there. So I almost went and did that. And, and I was just, I didn't know what I was going to do and, and just, you know, like look happened to step into my life and this guy came into the, the shop, the workshop, and said, do you know any bass players? And this was to my boss at the time. Do you know any bass players? I've got a medical condition going on. I need somebody to actually step into this theatre that I'm playing at. Um, a few miles away, like a full-on like professional theatre, and Chris was like, and honestly, I think Chris knew and wanted me to go do something else. He was like, "This kid is not going in," you know, I mean, like he's he's probably not going to work here forever. He, he might end up working in the in a factory. He's he's good. He's not going into like you know what he should be going into. And he was like, "He can he, he can do it." <laughs> so he got <laughs> yeah. me, so he randomly got me this gig, and I was like, nowhere near good enough to do the gig, right? But it was like, I went and did it and I survived. We like just randomly happened to survive. And that was my, like, I can remember like doing that first gig on like being in, in like with the musicians, like pro musicians for the first mm. time in my life and doing it. And it was like, oh, this is what I want to do with my life. So yeah. i kind of been open, open to the suggestion of it by working at Overwater. But I still didn't believe that I was going to go and do it, but it right. was- Doing that gig, I was like, "Oh, this is insane! This right. is like so cool! I didn't even get a taste." This of is it. a dude. This is a lot easier than sanding bases. Oh, it's you know?
1: so yeah. much work.
0: <laughs> exactly. Mean, exactly. Just <laughs> just look, so... I haven't even done it, it and I see right. it happening in front of me, and it feels like a ton. Of, I mean, I, I feel it's, like I'm doing it. It's obscene. It's obscene. <laughs> yeah. yes. And then I ended up, and that was it, really. And then I was off. It was like, right. oh, I was off, down that. You know, and it was bumpy and all of that, and I had to get jobs in music stores and move to other cities, and, I, and like, I freaking worked my ass off. And at one point, I, I worked in a music shop and got offered a, a full-time gig at the same time, which was um a two hour two hour 20 hour two hours 20 drive away so i had a full-time mm. job in a music shop and then i got offered a gig in a theater that was like two and a half hours away yeah and and i held both of those gigs for like seven or eight months so i'd i'd work in the shop in the daytime and then i'd drive two and a half hours to the theater yeah do the gig crash at, like at somebody's place, sometimes at my parents' place, and then wake up at four in the morning and drive back down to the music shop. Oh, gig. And I wow. did that, like, it was insane. Dang. nearly, <laughs> nearly killed me. But I was so desperate to make it work. I was yes. like, I am not losing that dream. I'm not losing the dream. So I just, yeah. just carried on doing it, and then basically, and that's how I got into it. So for me, there was not really a moment. It kind of like I... I fell into it really luckily and like I'm thanks you know I'm always like super grateful and thankful that I did because it would have not it wouldn't have gone the way it has done if I hadn't done that.
1: Well I want to ask you a follow up question then because I, I you know we've talked about kind of our growing up and getting into music and I remember that whole thing about overwater and you got in and you know you're working at a bass you're a guitar player and then someone comes in and asks you to play the bass and it and it changes your life and then all the auditions and stuff I love those stories you've got great stories about auditioning for the cruise ships and how you had a, a variety oh, of different <laughs> yeah you know oh, um, oh. and, and and so it was this this natural progression and then you see this thing YouTube come along and you wonder about that and let me ask you this then. So you're a musician. YouTube has come along. You've uploaded some videos. Was there a moment for you of discomfort? Because I think, here's what I think. That question around when should you quit your day job, I think is actually, that real question is, when should you decide to be really uncomfortable in a decision So do you have a story or a moment? I mean, you've talked to me about like how Lisa was so wonderful to you in the very beginning and, you know, held things together while you really went out on a limb to make SBL work. And I wonder if there's a tale of like okay, I I have to do this. I'm, I'm keeping it at this level, but to get to the next level, I need to risk. I need to feel uncomfortable. I need to feel like things are are, are in the breeze a bit. And, and if you can yeah. describe that time.
0: Yeah. So, well, I guess just for context as well, that when I did go and do, hey, I'm going to go and do the YouTube thing, I, let me think about this. So, so I'd just been, I'd been, diagnosed with focal dystonia so i yeah. i was told i couldn't work as a musician that's anymore right, so that's right, that's right. so it was it was like it wasn't almost a decision it's like somebody like pushed me off the cliff you know yes. <laughs> i yes. was pushed off the cliff hit the water and then it and then it's like oh you can sink or swim like your choice so for me i was like okay what am i gonna do so i so for like so i did know I guess sort of like just to point out, I'm super tenacious. If you drop me in the sort of like in in the, in the jungle, I'll be fine. Like I fear the monkeys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will catch a monkey and eat it. I just sort <laughs> of like figure it out. Might not come ac- uh, it might not come across sometimes, but I'm gonna be fine. Like you know, so- <laughs> sorry monkeys, but I. Um... <laughs> I'm going to be fine. You know, yes. you don't, you don't want to sort of like, you know, if we, if we weren't ever in a plane together, Ian, and, um, and we, and we crash and there's just yeah. me and you in the plane, you don't want to be with me. Cause I'm going to try and eat you <laughs>
1: Went very quickly from a tale of inspiration and oh, what have we done to to I will eat you, dude! <laughs> I will eat you. So, it, like, uh, well, r- remind me, we're gonna try. We're gonna be separate flights then. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of peanut butter and jelly. It's like, what's all the PB and J about, dude? <laughs> like, because I don't want Scott to <laughs> gnaw my arm off. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, you know what?
0: I think we need something to eat. I think that. Have you ever thought about chopping? <laughs> off your arm um but i um so i was in this like sink or swim kind of like yeah like, like, i i guess sort of like um uh i guess sort of like yeah i was just in this this kind of place where i was just like i need to do something so i had definitely decided that you needed to me music because right. i just I, I've, I've put too much time and effort into it to yes. sort of like go and do something else so what I thought to myself is three, op- well, two options was, one, I could go and become a music teacher in a school. Oh, I really didn't want to do that, but it was definitely an option I was looking at. Yep. And then the other was um, I could go and make classical guitars. I know that sounds super random, right? But I don't know. I just was drawn to, maybe I'd, I've played classical guitar in my past, and and I love the idea of acoustic instruments. Yeah, like, I, I, and being a luthier. Yeah but like more to I'm I'm drawn more towards Acoustic instruments than Mm. electric instruments, which makes no sense because I don't really play any acoustic. I'm like, I play electric bass. If I play guitar, it would probably be an electric guitar. You know, I'd have the distortion on, but for whatever Mm. reason, as a craft, I am drawn towards acoustic instruments. Oh, I get that.
1: It feels like there, it feels like ancient and exactly right. And all of this tradition and knowledge, and it's been around for hundreds of years. I totally get that. I think there's something
0: aesthetic about it, yeah, versus you know, kind of
1: crank something through a. CNC, even though there's a lot that goes into making an electric instrument. I understand that. The, the acoustic instrument feels more of like a handcrafted tradition or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so in 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 this time, I'm sort of like I'm I'm like thinking, oh and the outlier is well i guess the, the sort of like the, the the strange one of the two is the classical guitar maker you know Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for context there is a classical guitar making school a really big famous one um down in newark in the uk i say big but it's, it's like a you know it's a it's a it's an, a really good school yeah. for guitar making and it was probably a two-hour drive away so i was like oh maybe even like 90 minutes or something like that so it was it was doable so it came down to these two like am i going to be a music teacher am i going to go make classical guitars yeah. and knowing that i didn't so the fly in the ointment, I guess, is that I've made bases before and I wasn't, I didn't feel I was that natural at it, but I was like, eh, maybe, you know, maybe, I, maybe I was still myself short. Maybe I could go do it. Yeah. So as I said earlier, yeah, I mean, I'm going to eat the monkeys. So, and, then on the, on the other, and, and I didn't, I don't think I wanted to be a teacher. So I kind of decided like 75% I was going to go do like be a classical guitar maker. Yeah. I'll go do a classical. I'm going to retrain. And, and do that whole thing. And then the whole YouTube thing, st- it just kicked off. When I say kicked off, I mean, I hit 50 subscribers. <laughs> like, like, that's oh, actually what happened. Moving yeah. up, baby. We're moving up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and <laughs> yes. and I started, like, uploading these videos on YouTube, really just to, like, not to actually, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. It was more like, I need to teach so I can pay the damn rent because I've got yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I was, like, teaching via Skype, and I was getting those students by putting YouTube youtube videos on and then i saw this video is like hey you can have an online business and you can and then i watched that youtube video and i was like oh maybe i've got another option maybe it's not music teaching maybe the actual two options that i've got are you can either go make classical guitars or learn how to make them or you can try and start an online business and dude i actually got like i was going to go to the um i was going to go to the what's it called? Uh, like not an audition, but the, the interview for the classical guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of knew I'd get in just because I had sort of like experience and the past and stuff like that. Right. And I, I had the, the interview and I put my rucksack on and, and I was like, should I go or not? Should I go? And I was like, Play, and I kind of knew that if I went down there, I was going to meet people. I'd probably feel good. There'd be connection there. And I can remember running up to the bedroom, like, at, like half six in the, in the morning and Lisa was lying in bed. And I was like, Lisa, I was stood there with my jacket on the rooks, like about to get in the car and drive yes. to New guitar making Dude, school. This is incredible. I said, yes. I said, Lisa, I was like, should I go? And she went, what do you mean? And she said, and I said, should I do the, this guitar making thing? Or should I just focus on the YouTube thing and try and grow a business? And she was like, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? I was like, mm. I'm not sure, and I was yeah. like in the bedroom, oh, sort of dude, like with the, with the light on. amazing. And my, my rucksack. Yes, and she was like, "You've got to make a decision." Mm. And I think she said, "I can't read." Really, I can't fully remember, but I think she said something like, "It was." It, I think she tilted me more towards the like, "Why don't you do this online?" She basically said, "If you go, you're probably going to do it. You're right. probably going to get in." So really, have a hard think about this because you might think that the decision is going to come after the fact, but it actually might be today that you need to make that decision. Oh, wow! That? <gasps> dude, dude. So for me, it was like it was, and then I just had to take the jump and do the YouTube thing. And then I called and cancelled, and then so and then that the was
1: rucksack that. comes
0: off, the jacket rucksack comes off. off. Whoa, yeah. I yeah.
1: love that you were that close. I actually Dude. wasn't expecting that it was
0: close. that close. Wow, Dude, it was
1: close, yeah. Oh man, that's I that's even amazing. remember
0: what rucksack I had. It was a brown leather rucksack, I, <laughs> I mean, someone, like, got it, you know. And, yeah, and you, knew,
1: you knew deep down that, ah, uh, you know, ah, uh, I, c- I could do this. It's going to be maybe the safer bet right so do you do you feel that resonance around this is not really just a decision of what well um should i quit this or should i do this it's it's this thing about fear and it's a thing about um being uncomfortable because maybe the more comfortable choice for you in that way was just, yeah, go on down, check it out. See, you're going to, yeah, you're yeah. probably going to get in, you know, you worked at over water. This is, you, you know, you said so yourself, like, oh, probably going to get in. You're going to meet some nice folks and yeah. And then it'll be like a safe, easy situation. Whereas the YouTube thing, that's the freaking wild West, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Yeah.
0: Who knows? Yeah. But I think that, do you know what? I think, I always think quite like this, right? There's two types of decision. There's a decision that, like, once you make it, there is no going back. Mm. And there are also decisions that are actually really flexible, but because of our, you know, I guess our insecurities and fears and stuff like that, yeah. we feel that, like, there's no going back. So actually, right. when, I, when I look at it objectively, I'm like, meh, actually, that, you know, I, it, it would have been cool either way. It sure. would have been cool, actually. I think it wasn't a decision that I, I, if I'd gone and done the YouTube thing and it hadn't worked out, well, you know, it didn't work out. I can go do something else. I can do the classical thing. If I'd done That's the classical, t- I think it's flexible. So I think that when people are thinking about doing, like quitting a day job, is it something like what? What? What kind of decision is it? Is it a decision that you, you're never going to be able to go back to, or is it actually something that you? That you could give it a crack for six months or twelve months, and what's the right. worst that can happen? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, and and that's a really
1: great question to ask too, because you know, uh, if you're listening to this and you're hearing Scott's tale of like, oh, you know, choosing the YouTube thing and it's a little more, uh, it's a little more uh, fearful, or there's there's not as much assurances on that other side. Don't hear us saying, oh, yeah make that record and put your house, like get a second mortgage on your house so that you can yeah, make c- the art that you, you know, because that's that, the worst yeah, thing that can happen. You
0: Yeah, you can't go back from it. Yeah, you can't right, go right. back from it. I think that that's when like, yeah, it falls under that. Oh, this is a decision that I can't go back from. It's actually right. putting putting things at risk and stuff like that. So, But for me, yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's a helpful, um, helpful to, to, to think about what kind of decision it is and and whether it's as big as we really think it is yes and for me just to put it out there if you're thinking like you should quit your day job and go and chase the dream you should probably chase the dream yeah like i can't think of many valid reasons why you shouldn't unless it's very 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 financially based and there's big big stuff going on around that so like well, if it's not financially based, you should absolutely chase the dream.
1: Yeah. And and I think too, there's so many hours. You know, we think that we're so busy. We think that we're so you know, that there's not any more hours in the day to do anything, but if you really did look at your day and how much you do leisure activities, I mean, I'm not, I'm, it, it, this isn't, uh, I'm not trying to indict anyone here because it's for me too. Like how much time are you on your phone? How much time are you spending watching shows? Like if you really have this thing that's burning inside of you around Oh, I've always wanted to do that thing. Could you carve out an hour, two hours, three hours from that leisure time that you experience from 8 p.m. to midnight, <laughs> you know, 8 yeah, p.m. Yeah, to yeah. 9.30 that mm-hmm. you could really see, well, if I if I spent an hour working on my website, if I spent 45 minutes practicing these tunes, if I spent two hours thinking about a social media strategy on TikTok What would that do to give you more confidence around chasing that dream, right? It's one thing, chasing the dream sounds awesome. It sounds like a movie, Mm. like a montage. It's going to be awesome. 80s music, and you're going to (laughs) be kicking and punching, you know, and and, and like breaking through the the barriers. But to actually do it, I think, is probably more around habits, wouldn't you say? Like thinking about how much time can you devote to this thing, and can you get it in your schedule? So if you work a day job and you don't love it, when you come home, instead of just like eating dinner and then watching shows and kind of trying to disconnect and like recharge your batteries. Could part of the recharge process for you be working on your website because you so little stuffed animals that you want to sell on Etsy <laughs> or, or like, you know, could you like, could you think about that in terms of leisure time? Could you reframe it and start to think about what you really want to do as recharging versus like, oh, I hate my day job. And I just, I want to completely disconnect. Because if you do that and, and you're just watching Netflix, I would say, don't quit your day job because maybe you haven't done some real work in investing toward what the next thing is.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think also, sort of like setting a financial limit for yourself in terms of like what is the bottom? Like, what do you actually need to, so you're not stressed out and, you know, and you can feed your kids or if you've got no kids? Like, what is the bottom? Like, yeah. it might actually surprise you what you can go down to. If you've got no kids and you don't own a, you don't own a house and you're just paying rent, you know, what is, what can you go down to? Because we all get very comfortable sometimes in the situation that we're in. But if you're thinking about making a switch, you should figure out, well, you know, what – what do I have to make money-wise right. to actually yes. be cool? Because once you work that out, then it, it kind of frames everything. You can be like, okay, well, now I know sort of like where the baseline is in terms yeah. of, huh, <laughs> I did that on purpose. So once you know where the baseline is to sort of like what you need to earn to, to sort of like have food and pay rent and stuff like that, then also think to yourself, well, you're probably not going to make 100% of that that thing what you need through gigging because what musician does right what musician what pro musician out there in the space doesn't teach no but everybody teaches it's so true everybody teaches right yes well 99.9 right that's right so so okay so you now you know your baseline of what you need to earn okay well can I get some sort of like can I get 10 students a week? Can I get 15 students a week? Can you teach a couple of days a week? right? Via Skype or Zoom or in person or in schools or whatever it is, but teaching, right? A little bit of teaching gives you a little bit more income. Okay. Then look at your baseline. Okay. Well, how much now do I need to make up in revenue in, in, you know, in money to be actually, to be set free and go and be a full-time professional musician or whatever you want in life, you know? So I'd probably do it in that way as well. Just sort of like trying to figure out how to strategically go about it.
1: Yeah. And I think too, as wide as you can cast your vision um, for what you want to do. So say it's be a professional musician. I told this story uh, in, I think in a solo podcast that I did, but I did couples counseling with Emily before we were married. And the counselor said, write down a professional goal and a personal goal. Don't think about it. Don't judge it. Write the first thing that comes to your mind. And what I wrote for my professional goal was support my family by playing the bass. And that sentence was very illuminating for me. It told uh, me a few things. It told me that I wanted a family, which I don't even woo. know that I'd ever really admitted before. And then it didn't say by being in that famous band, by only playing cool sessions, by being a college professor playing the bass, by, by going on tour. No, it said by playing the bass. And I looked yeah. at that sentence and went, Whoa, whoa okay, that actually means. That it doesn't have to be my rock band that I've poured a decade, the whole decade of my 20s into. It doesn't need to be. It could be playing some wedding gigs. It could be doing some teaching. It could be playing some church gigs. It could be going on tour. It could be playing on records. It could be, right? It's this wide variety of things. And I really, actually, that set me free as opposed to sort of a lofty goal of I'm I'm gonna I'm only gonna be uh playing the bass with an awesome touring artist. Well, geez, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's that does not just happen. That is yeah. not like, well, now I'm gonna go to Nashville and I'm gonna break down the doors and I'm you know, I'm gonna audition for everything and I'm gonna get a sweet gig. No, oh man, it happens because that the wedding gig that you played on Friday night, you met the keyboard player that
0: plays in Uh, And and when you wrote that down, were you actually full-time as a musician? Or was it something that when you were like, oh, this is what I need to go do?
1: I think that I was... I'm trying to think if that was still when I had... I may have still been working at a music store part-time. And it kind of felt like that's the thing that I needed to let go. I actually used to work at Mars Music, which was sort of like a competitor for a very short time in the States of Guitar Center. And And it... ended up filing for bankruptcy and it completely folded. I think there were like 60 stores and the whole chain went out of business. And so that decision was made for me, Um, you know, where like, I didn't say, I would love to be like, yeah, and one day I just quit and it was time, you know, but that ship sunk. Yeah. I was so like, you were pushed Ooh.
0: off the cliff as well. I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
1: I was like, oh, and I mean, I think that I've told you this before, but I, you know, I called my old man, old Bob Allison, and said, Dad, oh, you know, yeah. should I Right? should I do the uh should the I law because exam. he's a he's a lawyer, right? And and actually now he's a district court judge, but he he was a lawyer for a long time, a solo practitioner too, not in a firm, doing it on his own. And, and that it was a tough road. And I asked him, I've told this before, but I'll just briefly say. Again, uh, I said, Dad, what do you think? Should I go, should I go do the LSAT and, and do law school, you know, kind of like you did, dear old dad? And he just, there's a pause, and on the phone he goes, well, let me ask you one question, Ian. I said, okay. He goes, do you want to hate your fucking life? <laughs> And I mean, it was brilliant, right? Because he said, amazing. you've never talked about this before. No, no, no. Don't you want to do music? And I said, yeah, I do. You know, and, and we've <laughs> talked about this. And I remember, too, you've got a great story about your dad pulling your application from the factory. There's no yeah. Roger, right? Roger pulls it out and says, no way yeah. my son is going to work at the factory here. He needs to be doing something. So I was really lucky for that experience, too, because I think if my father would have said, oh, yeah, 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 let's do this, I may have gone down that road In terms of thinking about something safe and something that was going to be maybe uh, that had more, um, that I at least perceived to have results that were tangible. Because this music thing, God, I mean, you know, who knows, right? Uh, It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was really about, you know, I got pushed out of the out of the day job gig at the time, which was the music store, and then it was, what are all the things that I could do with this instrument that I could still feel like I'm making a living being a musician, focusing on this instrument. And for me, that has always been very wide. So yeah. I love that idea of like, yeah, you're going to be doing some teaching, you know, you're going to be doing some gigging. Hopefully you're going to be making some creative, cre- like some creativity, some projects that you're really excited about. But it's all of these things that come together to yeah, form yeah. What, a, what a musical identity is, or at least that's certainly been the case for me.
0: Oh man, yeah, yeah. So I guess sort of like that—that is so good. I love that. (laughs) What did he say? Just say it again. What did he say? He said,
1: "Let me ask you one question: Do you want to hate your fucking life?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. And and the answer—I mean, the answer to that is no. No. Well, no. Oh, so great. Here's the deal, man. I think that the, these two the, like two statements uh, uh, can be pretty much true for everybody. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll share them. Right, two yeah, statements please. just to get every kind of sort of like thinking about it. And and it's not whether to sort of like whether it, it's kind of like in alignment with whether you should quit your day job or not. But it's just sort of like a broader question just for people to kind of like ponder on. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Number one is that I think that in general we're all not thinking big enough. Yeah. Hmm. I, I just think, you know, because of the nature of being a human, I think that we're all not thinking big enough. Yeah. I think that we could be, you know, we, we should be thinking big. We, our challenges, the challenge, challenges that we have, they should probably be a lot bigger Mm. And and we could probably overcome them or at least, you know, g- like get to that next one. I think that we could just, yes. we, we can think bigger. And number two is that we're probably all a lot capable of doing like m- more than what we're doing. Mm. I think that we, you know, I, I love to think that I'm like much more capable of of. I'm just I, I like more capable of what I'm doing now. And I want to sort of like grow to sort of like the maximum or like whatever that is of who I am as a person, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I think there are two things like just thinking really big. And, and like, when you're thinking, when you think you're thinking big, like, are you like question, like, are you actually thinking big? Like, does it actually scare you? Like, I, like that, that big? And yeah. then, you know, and also just being comfortable with, you know, you're probably a lot more capable than you're giving yourself the, you know, giving yourself the, um, I guess the sort of like the agency of being like you can, you can probably achieve a lot more. Like, I think it's just framing it like that. Is, it'll be an interesting thought experiment for people to go through. Are yes. you thinking big I, enough?
1: I love that. And it's really encouraging. Like, are you actually thinking big enough? Not like, you know, there's there's this, uh, I, I just got to play this show with this great artist named Dessa, and she has this great mm. lyric where she says, um, we don't say, or oh, I, th- I think the lyric is, we always say, be careful, stay safe. We don't say, go out and be brave. And I love that I've thought a lot about that lyric. Oh, dude, that is huge. That yes. is huge. Be That's careful. Huge. Stay safe. Be safe. Be careful. Be safe. We don't say go out yeah. and be brave. And and I, I think there of course there are a lot of things. We want as parents, we want our kids to be safe. We want our friends and family. We want to stay safe. I'm not saying be go out and, and you know do things to risk yourself and life and limb or you know, your your fellow humans. Yeah. But In terms of risk, in terms of dream, in terms of chasing something, um, why aren't we saying
0: to more people, go out, be brave? Yeah, 100%, man. Like, when when we had kids, um, something I was told all the time when I was a kid was don't speak to strangers. Don't speak mm. to strangers. Don't speak mm. to strangers, right? And I said to Lisa when we had our first I was like we will never ever ever say don't speak to strangers mm. to them. Yeah. In fact we're going to say the opposite. We were yeah. like speak to everybody. Yeah. And we actually, you know, if we're going to a coffee shop we get we try and get the kids to order the coffee. We're yes, pushing them to yes, actually yes. like it's engage it's, Engage. Yeah. Yeah. Lean into it. Be uncomfortable. Be at one with being uncomfortable. Oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, do you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Well, actually it's cool (laughs) because if you do this sort of like three or four times, you're not going to feel uncomfortable anymore. You know, and I think that just, and when people are thinking big, you know, it's gonna feel uncomfortable. <laughs> of course, yeah. And you know? it
1: might even feel impossible. I mean, you know, like I I need this too. I need this just as much as anybody else. I need to think bigger. I need to think that I can do more things. I get in a lane and it starts to feel comfortable and I go, Ooh, okay, there. All right, good. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's me too. Always uh, me too. better. Yeah, of course, right? I mean, that's human nature. I think though that whenever we get pushed, when we get bumped out of our zone, it's when the most, the most gross growth happens of course right and you maybe you look back and realize wow i can i can't believe that i accomplished that and i don't know that i would have made that decision on my own sometimes it takes those external factors to bump you out yeah
0: and but we tend to do more thought. of that. We we tend to do it more when we're kids as well. We tend to yeah. risk more. Even yeah. though it, there's probably no risk in it sometimes, to my <laughs> earlier point. I mean, like, is there actually any real risk or is it just sort of like bullshit that we're telling ourselves? Yeah. Is it right, just right. like a, a risk to your ego and your self-esteem, right? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I think yeah, that we yeah, just good. we're a little a little less experienced with with i guess pain and 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 all of that when, when we're younger so we tend to sort of like put ourselves out there more or at least i think i feel like we do we do yes. so when we do it well, or when we're older i think that it's i i don't know i just think we we need to be really conscious of it we need to be really conscious of thinking big of of telling ourselves you know oh i am actually you know, I, I can achieve more than I am right now. I can really achieve. More. And, like, telling ourselves this, like, they just constantly kind of sort of like like saying it inside your mind. Like I, I, this is what yes. I'm trying to do all the time. I'm trying to tell myself, I mean, you can actually, we can do this better. And I'm actually doing this for the entire team, the SBL team. Yes, like, yes. We, can do, more. we, we can, can do more. We can do more. We can do yeah. I'm not even telling, saying it about myself. I'm saying it about everybody. And just to share a sort of like a, I guess, sort of like a personal note before we call it. Um, like, I've had this, 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 um, I had this sort of, like, moment, I guess, over the last sort of, like, couple of months when I've been toying with this, toying with this, um, this idea over maybe, like, two or three years Mm. and, and really sort of, and it excites me, but it just, it it just felt too big, it just felt too big, and, and for whatever reason, I kind of shied away from it, probably because of bullshit reasons that I'm telling mm. myself, you know, mm. like I can try and, you know, there's ra- I can rationalize everything, right? But, yeah. you know, well, I yes. can't rationalize everything, but, you know, still, no, I, I can know. rationalize yeah, it to I mean. Yep. No, it's because of this, it's because it's that, it's not the right time, yada, 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 yada bullshit, yep. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But over like the last two months, I watched a video on YouTube and this video, man, he was just sort of like, he, it's like he kicked me in the balls. Mm. I can't even remember what he said, but he said something like, oh, he was talking to a group of, and, and like early early 40-year-olds like yeah. like us, right? Yep. And, and, and these were successful individuals and he was like, and he just like, he kind of roasted them. But in a loving way, he was like, stop thinking so small. Yeah. He was like. If you work until sort of like the average age of retirement, if, if even if you ever want to retire, that you might not want to, he said, you have 25 years left yes, to yes. actually chase your dreams. Right. Like, what are you going to do with that? 25 right. years? And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of, re- it just hit me, like I needed to hear that at the time. And I was like, oh, I really need. So, so I've been sort of like trying to lean into this, this idea <laughs> that I had that, um, that I want to do. And man, it feels really big. It feels scary big. And honestly, I've got no idea how it's going to pan out and how we're going <laughs> to do it. But yeah. I do feel great that I feel like I feel like I found sort of like a really big, I guess, like a big dream, big challenge that 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 is. And then when I think about it, when I ask that question, but is it really big? I'm like, oh, no, this is really big. And mm. I think that So I just kind of want to get everybody on the same page. I want everybody listening to this to be, like, the same, like, go through that. Like, what is big for you? Like, what is it? Is it quitting the day job? Is that big? Or is that maybe just sort of like a a gateway to something much, much bigger? And if it is a gateway to something much, much bigger, like, what is that thing? Like, can you name it? Can you get your hands around it and just... Even if it feels like...
1: Yeah, even if it feels like maybe there'd be some people in your friend's group or or family that would laugh at you, can you name it yourself? Can you name the thing that feels scary, but that you've always deep down kind of wanted? You want to chase it. It maybe feels really far away. It's probably not as far away as you think,
0: right? Yeah, isn't it strange? Like everybody in sort of like school, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Everybody in school is... They're all, everybody in school kind of wants the same thing when they get to 15. They all want a car. Everybody wants a car. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and like Like, their parents are like, yeah, you might get a car when you're 17 and stuff like that. And then I was thinking, I wonder what Elon Musk's kids are thinking. I wonder if they're like, I wonder if they're thinking about having a car. Oh, I wonder if he's like, so like, I wonder if you're going to invent a car. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because he (sighs) thinks massive. Uh. And like maybe his kids are thinking... They're not thinking about cars. They're thinking, like, can are they going to invent some new technology that's just... Yeah. And I guess, you know, they're probably thinking that, or maybe because they've got somebody in their life that's just given them, the, like, I guess sort of like the the framed what, what challenges they should be, you know, running
1: rem- after. Dude, it reminds me of one of my very favorite Rage Against the Machine lyrics from the great Zach de la Roca. I, I love this so lyric. It is fuck the G-Ride, I want the machines that are making them. I love that lyric. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) I love that lyric. Yeah, because everybody's focused on the car. Everybody's focused on getting the item that there is some big monster corporation that is selling you. But what if you <laughs> yeah. were in control of the machines that were making that product? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, and I remember when I first heard that lyric as a teenager, I was, I had never even thought of such a thing.
0: <laughs> I was like, no, it's so I,
1: cool, isn't I it? just want the car. I just want the car.
0: <laughs> but yeah. And I man, think like very how cool. we think as well. I think that how we think is, uh, well, to, to our. I think was it in our earlier podcast and um, that we're, like, last week that we were talking about jazz like the the way that we like what you think mm. is so fucking important, yeah. It's, so, it, it's actually everything, what you think. Yeah. So the reason, like, in the last podcast, we both told stories where we met people that actually changed the direction of our life. You, yours yes. was Brian Bromberg. That's right. Mine, mine was this really cool guy on a cruise ship, a passenger, who was just <laughs> kind of just sort of, like, opened my mind. But really, when you bought they just changed the way we thought. Yeah, that's all that happened. That's
1: right. That's they, right.
0: We had a certain thing that we thought and they were just say, sort of, no, 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 no. Just like, mm. let's change the way you think. Yes. They changed the way we thought. So therefore we can actually take our life in a completely different direction just from what we think. So it is so important what, how we think. How we just think about problems and yes. how we think about our thinking—that's something like. How do you think about your thinking? Right. Oh, <laughs> so good. Didn't pretty matter. I, I love that question. Like, how, yeah, like, how? Yeah, do you know when you're sort of like faced with a problem or a challenge mm-hmm. or a decision, and you're thinking about it? Well, think about how you're thinking about
1: it. Yeah. What What does your What do your thoughts go to? Is it, yeah. is it fear? Do your thoughts go to fear? Do your thoughts go to defense? Or do your thoughts yeah. go to inspiration, growth, offense? Yeah. That, that's is a, it great, a great
0: question. Is it rational? Is it right. rational? A lot of the time, it's probably not rational. You're probably yeah. just sort of like gathering up all of that information over your X amount of years that you've lived. And, and yes. that is, you're like, oh, well, that means this <clears throat> thing here. And you're like, but really? Like probably if that's you think it? about it objectively or rationally, probably not. Yeah. Anyway, right. dude. Oh, it's been a good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in so in wrapping
1: up, um, should you quit your day job, Scott Divine?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> 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 unless there's unless I, I, I'll, I'll, will just say if, like, if I was sitting in the pub with somebody and somebody was like having a conversation with me and they were like, "I freaking really want to go do this thing," I, I, I'd just be like, "Well, go, go do the thing." Like mm. if there's not any sort of like real massive reason why why you can't do it, if it's just sort of like if if it's a bit risky or whatever, I mean, mm. like you've got to weigh at the risk. If it's if it's going to be detrimental for the to the rest of your life, and you really think about it, and it really is detrimental, like this is a once you make this decision, there is no going back. Yeah. Then have a think about it.
1: Have a think about and, it,
0: and still and still and still maybe do it. <laughs> but if yes, it, but, right, yeah. Absolutely. Right. And still and still like possibly do it. But you know, if there's if there's if there's just sort of like, you know, BS reasons, just freaking go for it. Check go this out.
1: It. Real real quick before we wrap it up. I remember being talking to Jack Roan, who makes the Noble DI. Oh yeah. And he was working at in in a company as a IT guy. I think that's right. He was working, you know, as like a um I, I think in technology as an IT rep. And he started, he was making guitar amps. That's how he started. And then he had a friend that suggested, wow, you know, bass players need, you know, are really fascinated by DIs. And I think that A Design's Ready had come out. And anyway, he designed yeah. this cool black rectangle that had tubes in it. It powered other pedals. And then he saw, he said, he told me, he was like, I don't know if it's gonna, I don't know if anybody's gonna care about it. And then people started to care about it. And he thought, I wonder if this is something that I could quit my job and just make this. And he had this dream of being in his garage in San Jose, working with his hands, making these boxes one at a time, interacting with customers, sending them out. And he was like, if I can sell a hundred of them or something in the first year. He worked um, at the baseline. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm going to. Exa- That's right. He was like, then I'm going to quit my job. And he sold like 300 of them. <gasps> and he quit his job. <laughs> and Amazing. now. He, but, but he did it smart. He did it really smart. And now he is doing exactly what he wants to do. He could scale it. He could grow it, but he, he likes, he's a one man operation in his garage. He's got a wife, two kids. He gets to do his thing every day. And it was a big, for him, it was a big, big risk to just make this one sort of niche product. You know yeah. that everybody fell in love with myself included. So that that story was really inspirational to me. I mean, you know, he was like, "Oh, can I make this one widget? Will be yeah. will this be enough?" And it's it's been more than enough for him. Oh, man. Cool. That is a good,
0: let, let's end it on that one
1: because it's great. Yeah. What yeah. If,
0: if somebody wants to go check out Noble as well? What's the website?
1: Um, I think it's Noble Amps, N O B L E A M P S dot com, and I think if you look at that too on the uh, so Instagram. sexy, they're yeah, so sexy. Yeah, they're they're amazing, and they're they're beautiful problem solvers. They sound great, very aesthetically cool. Yeah, wonderful product,
0: <laughs> dude. Let's call it. All Dudes, right, thanks a lot. Yeah, take it easy, guys. See you in a bit. Bye. Cheers, everybody.